Welcome to My Leap of Faith podcast. I'm going to take you on my journey from living a life that felt completely inauthentic and unfulfilling to discovering myself through the help of healers, crystals, psychedelics, and learning to trust my own intuition. I'm continuing to let go and leap every day in search of what I'm really here to do, and I want to bring you along for the ride. You guys know that I keep my life with you completely open, and I have been sharing this journey with you, and um, something happened with me this week that I want to share, and it's the darker side of me, which is my shadow. And some, it's something that we all have, so I'm not embarrassed by it, but I also feel that it bring, when someone brings it to light and mirrors it to you, it's something that you can choose to get defensive about or look, really internalize it to a point where you can work on it and then set it free in yourself. and. I'm actually surprised this hasn't come up sooner because, you know, I'm not perfect in any way. And I think, interestingly, Richard points out my shadows pretty often, but you know, it's hard when someone is that close to you, it's easier to kind of dismiss it and be like, oh yeah, whatever, you know, like, (laughs) Um, but when it's someone that is outside of your immediate, like, partner or family, it points it out to you, it becomes, for me, much more glaring and obvious. And this happened to me yesterday. So I wanted to be honest with you guys and share that side of myself and let so that you know, I have stuff I'm working on. And um, yeah, it's going to show I think my side that's not the not the best. Uh, So my sign, my sun sign is Sagittarius, and um, I have a lot of planets in Sagittarius, and I'm just saying that because I think that this trait comes through in that way. I can be very blunt and sometimes like too direct for a lot of people, and even bordering on the place of people have feel, feel like I can be um, like in, inquisitive. Inquisit- I don't know the word. How do you say that? Like an inquisition against them. Like I get really into the details and I will like hone in on something. And it's like, I feel like I'm a dog with a bone. I just need to get to the truth of what's happening. And in, in like the outside of me, I think like, well, I just want to know the truth. I want to, I want to know the real person. And I, I feel like that's okay to ask these questions. But the dark side of this is that I have, I can be hurtful. I can not be thinking of the other person's feelings as I go in for these kind of uh, questions or deeper understanding. And, um, you know, like I said, this has been pointed out to me many times before. It's not something that I didn't know I had. And... I mean, Richard has also said that this typically happens when I'm in kind of groups of people or like larger groups, um, and I don't 
like I I'm not I, he thinks I'm not I can be like not the same person around certain people. And I would just say to that like in in social situations um you know, I I do struggle. I think that is something that you guys know about me. I'm not super social and I think I can in my head try to be more involved with the the things going on socially with conversation and therefore I like will allow that side of myself out like you know to be more present um and it's like I don't know I think it's probably finding the balance of how do you how do you act social and be normal in a social environment without going overboard? <laughs> you know, that's kind of where I'm left at this moment. And I, I want to share with you, this happened with a friend of mine that is super enlightened in himself. So he was able to uh, give me feedback and, and in a way that really helped me understand how I hurt him and not a lot of people would be capable of that. I think in the moment um, he handled himself uh, the best that he could. And uh, and then, so this happened three weeks ago and it was at a, a dinner party and, you know, we were just sitting around talking and I have this amazing friend that, um, like I said, he he's also a spiritual person, and he's been a help to me in many ways. And you know, I just I do cherish him as a person, and so I also have this feeling of comfortability around him. And in deeper conversations, I feel like I can go there with him. So in this kind of <laughs> thing that happened, I was pushing and pushing because in my mind at that time, I felt like. It's okay. He understands that I'm I'm coming from a place of love. Um and so the what it was about is it started off talking about animals and um there were two dogs I think there that night and they were both sitting on his lap and and I think I might have said like you're so good with animals, why don't you get a dog of your own? And he was explaining that in his past relationship it was uh you know like really hard for him to leave the relationship because he ended up having to leave or give the dogs to the ex partner. And, um, and then he said, you know, if I ever am in another relationship, I think I would consider it, but being single, it's just a lot of work. And because he's single, he's, he's dating, he's out there, like putting himself out there, having fun. And, and he's been single for a while. And I, was using my judgment on him and saying, well, maybe if you got a dog, it would be like unconditional love that then, you know, you would have it at home and maybe it would make you not want to be out there dating as much, which totally was a judgment on my part. And again, even in, even probably that moment that I said it, I kind of probably felt like, oh, that, why, why am I judging him? You know, but I did. <laughs> and um, he went on to explain to me that he doesn't feel like he, he needed, needs, uh, an animal at home because he, and he doesn't really, isn't looking for a partner right now. He's just having fun. 
and that he feels like he's able to give love to people, every person he meets, whether if it's somebody like, let's say, at the grocery store or a friend or just an acquaintance or whatever. And right when he said that, I was like, it clicked for me that he does. He does get, he has his heart on his sleeve. And probably that's why I care about him so much because from, so I've only known him for a couple of years, but from the moment that I met him, there was this ease with him and he is such a lovely person and he does share his heart with with strangers with random people with friends with people he dates whoever and i remember like at one point um someone said like oh this is an awkward conversation or something like that and he diffused the situation and said oh it's it's cool we can talk we, she knows that we can have these conversations. And that put me feeling like, okay, everything's fine and it wasn't a big deal. And I ended up walking away from the conversation feeling like a little bit more enlightened. Like, who am I to judge someone who wants to just date people and not settle down with somebody? And if they're choosing to give their light to everybody, you know? Um, and, and I remember that night feeling like, you know, he is love. Like, that is him. He's love. He doesn't need an animal at home. He doesn't need a boyfriend at home. He doesn't need, you know, whatever. So then yesterday, now this is like three weeks later, my mom says to me, oh, you know, there there was, um, after the that dinner the other night, there, he wasn't feeling good about it. And, and, and on top of him not feeling good about it, other people in the party were also not happy with the way I was questioning him. So I was like, what do you mean? He totally said, like, he felt fine with the conversation. He said that. And um, she was like, I don't know. I don't know if it was that the other people kind of raised the issue back up and that then made him rethink about it. And, you know, that kind of hurt my feelings. Um, So I reached out to him and I said, like, hey, what's up? Like, you know, I'm hearing that there's some issue around the conversation we had. And I'm going to read you the text that he sent back to me because it's so painful (laughs) that it really put up a mirror to probably what I said. And I'm going to believe that what he's saying is true. I don't remember saying these things. So he said, thanks for sending a message. In general, I always like to have exchanges as it gives me a way to expand and connect. In this case, I'm not sure what was going on with you that evening, but you essentially attacked me. You called me cold-hearted, not capable of love, unloving, and blocked in, in the heart. Not to mention, you said this in front of everyone. I just tried to compose myself in the conversation because I didn't want to make a scene. Um, your inquiry took on a badgering quality of my capacity or lack thereof of loving animals, as in dogs, and then me, as in relationships. Yes, at one point I had mentioned to you that most of my adult life was spent in relationships with another and that being single was a newish thing for me and I always, or, and I also had to reiterate that I connect in heart with people every day. 
But the odd thing is, why did I even have to say any of this? It seems you have your opinions of me, and I'm not even sure where this is coming from. Um, were your choice of words meant to be hurtful? I don't know. I don't know that something that's something that you should reflect on me. I was hurt. Uh, I was hurt. I really wasn't. I was just put in a very uncomfortable situation and decided to ride the wave until I I could leave. Um. So, oh yeah. This it was way worse than I could have ever imagined, and I again love this person so and and walked away from that night, not even at all thinking that I had hurt anyone, right? So my shadow and my thing is that I think I spend so much time alone that I don't when I am in social situations, I don't know what's appropriate um but I'm not even going to use that excuse because what this has taught me is that me judging another person's life about love and how they they choose to share it or don't share it is none of my business but also like you know why why do I feel like it, it even needs to be said I guess you know I'm, I was having drinks that night which is definitely not something that I do normally and I'm but I'm not going to blame the drinks on this but I think I was just in an uncomfortable situation and trying to I don't know you know I don't know so uh so thankfully I, I I responded and I was I said thank you for bringing this to my attention I didn't realize my words were so harsh and cutting. I love you and I would never want to hurt you, so this breaks my heart. I don't feel you're cold-hearted or have a blocked heart, so I don't know why I would have said that. And I obviously know that you love animals and they love you, but my perception doesn't matter anyway. Please know I'm sending you my deepest apology and I see I have something to explore in myself, and for that I thank you for being able to explain my behavior in a way that I can truly reflect on. Uh, then I just was like upset, and obviously, ugh, just the thing is, is like, how often do we have friends that are able to? instead of attacking you back, are able to, like, discern about what happened and then clearly point out the things that you did that really were wrong. And, and of course, me having a horrible memory, I don't remember saying any of those things, right? I remember the conversation vaguely, but I don't remember saying that. That's not to say I didn't, because who knows, you know? But if those words came out of my mouth, it's terrible and at that night Richard wasn't there so I don't have someone that I can check in with and be like is this really what went down <laughs> but anyways um I'm thankful that my friend you know is somebody that knows me and knows my heart and responded in this way 
Thank you for hearing me out. One big thing in my path of learning and growth is that forgiveness is part of the direct path of compassion. And I appreciate you apologizing to me so I can practice the art of forgiveness and send love back to you. This is the irony of this all. Um, And then he left this beautiful quote that says, if we really want to learn to love, we must learn to forgive. And that was by Mother Teresa. Um, So, (laughs) I I did talk it through with Richard, and, and I said, I know you tell me this all the time, that I can be, like, super abrasive. And even if my heart is in the right place, I don't know the right way, like... I well first of all it's why why do I have this need to question things? I don't know, but I feel like I love to get to the bottom of, of understanding. And in that moment with this friend, I I I thought like I want to understand why he's not in a place that he's ready to love someone yet. Cuz uh you know, it had it's not like he's just recently out of a relationship it doesn't matter that but i just you know when you see your friends you want them to like find someone that they can have feel at home with and um i think that's where i was coming from and trying to understand him and and with the animals thing it really was about you know animals give such unconditional love maybe that's more important instead of a relationship but regardless, my the way I delivered the conversation was terrible and um, really just has pointed out to me, like, I have stuff that I need to work on. And I can see that it mainly comes out in, in social situations because, yeah, it's easy for me to be, I guess, spiritual and full heart when I'm by myself or, you know, in my close knit thing which is the easy way to go and as you guys heard from the last last week's um podcast is that i have to learn how to be that person amongst people so i'm you know i'm definitely feeling like it's a challenge and i wish it was something that i i could just naturally do I hate to think that I'm putting out uh, negativity and judgment to some, well, much less anybody, but a person that I actually care a lot about. So that is what I'm going to be working on this (laughs) this week and probably for a long time. And I, I really am left to feeling like... Is it better to not have conversations or is it better to like, if even if you wonder something about your friend, I don't know, like, how do you approach this? I think in hindsight, it definitely, the conversation itself could have been fine if we were alone, but in a group, it was not my place to call, you know, to have the conversation in front of everybody. So I could see that and I can definitely understand that if I do want to have deeper conversations with him in the future. It doesn't need to be in front of everybody. But I really do struggle with what is socially acceptable and what is like showing 
your care and I don't know, compassion towards somebody without crossing the line and and to where you really hurt them, you know. Um, I don't know that. I don't, and it's something that I just, I have probably never learned. Um, So it's a a struggle, you know, and I'm so thankful that it came up because it's something that I know now is coming up for me to look at and to really fix because I, it's, like I said, it's not the first time I've heard this. It's just the first time that I'm feeling it myself where when, when it's happened in the past where Richard or my mom has called it out, you know, I'm like, well, that's just the way that I am. Um, but this is clearly not acceptable to hurt someone like that so uh yeah i i want you guys to to know that this is what i'm feeling and dealing with right now and i don't know you know i hope that it's something that by shedding light on will make it easier for me to not do it in the future that's that's my hope versus like being defensive and saying you're you misinterpreted the way that i was trying to have the conversation i know that doesn't matter and the words don't matter if i said them or not clearly that's what he heard so that's what matters (sighs) so (laughs) i just wanted to be completely open and you know after I feel like I've been only sharing the light stuff with you guys I mean some of it's been heavy but this one really is an ugly side that I need to work on let it all need to be away from the thing